The following podcast is recorded and produced by the Podcast Precinct in affiliation with the network at BICBP-radio.com. The Podcast Precinct. Consistency. Creativity. Culture. Welcome to another episode here at the Fit Fighter Podcast, the podcast gym for inspirational fitness talk. I'm your host, TJ Williams, giving you the insight of my fitness ventures, discussing and analyzing fitness-based subjects, and highlighting individuals involved in fitness past, present, and future. So for those who are just joining me for the first time, this is a pre-recorded episode, so whatever I talk about in this episode is either done past or is coming up. And I've been, of course, lately giving people an update of my condition. You know, back in August, I injured my knee, tore my patellar tendon, and did some messed up in my um, meniscus a little bit. So I had surgery, and so far it's been roughly almost three months since the surgery. And um, right now, it's my healing process looks pretty good, as I've been going to therapy session and a um, couple things that are needs to be, um, let's say, looked at, or should I say things that need to be a challenge is one, I got to be able to put, get the muscle back in my leg. I mean, it's still weak as I, as I speak. And um, um, the one, let's say the challenge is um, getting up the stairs with my, my bad leg and without using any um, assistance. So that's the goal right now. I mean, other things is like uh, bending my knee and be able to um, walk. That's one. That's definitely a, a plus there. I mean, it's just a matter of me getting back to my um, my fitness fitness self. I mean, my energetic self. Be able to run. Be able to do drills, and of course, be able to do karate again. I mean, I've, I am doing karate classes, but of course, at a minimum, there's like certain things I can't do. I can't jump. I can't get in the uh, like a traditional stance. I mean, nevertheless, I can teach classes, but I'm going to be able to demonstrate things uh, with my students. All right. So let's kind of go forward with this. Uh, I want to try to talk about a subject. Um, well, mostly how to deal with, uh, well, good good gym culture versus tonic gym culture. I mean, that's pretty much been a thing for like a lot of, for a lot of years. I mean, one thing we go to the gym to feel good about ourselves because we know we want to socialize and make good progress when we're at the gym and you know we make good friends, good connections. So a thing above about uh, being in the gym is that you no, know, it's a place you want to go. It's like it shouldn't be a place that you want to avoid because of mostly people that are either trying to think that they own the gym or they try to fat shame people and. You know, that's one thing that we kind of have to um, minimize as um, the gyms are being well, being um, back open again after having a two, roughly two years of the pandemic. And, you know, it was hard for me, one, because uh, I was an instructor and, you know, I pretty much uh, was 
like uh, going through weight loss, going going to the gym. You know, I was going crazy, you know, for me. But, you know, it was a great process that I really um, achieved. And I want these people that want to get to the gym and get fit. And just think about it. We're close to the end of the year right now. It's like we already had Thanksgiving. So it's like now it's roughly five more weeks until 2023. So we have at least... December to at least finish 2022, you know, with Christmas coming up and uh, that's people's main focus. But uh, after Christmas, you know, people's focus is or should I say their New Year's resolution is to get back in the gym or at least try to get themselves fit again. And just to think about it, like um, you want people to be real comfortable going back to the gym. There are so many people out there that think they're entitled to their opinion. And just thinking about uh, thinking about that, uh, I don't know if people are like actually what or watch on YouTube. There's um, certain like uh, videos that are being made right now. It's like they show you like uh, like it's only actors doing like a scene of what happens if you do this, what happens if you do that. So there's two videos that I've um, that come to mind when I talk about this, like when you fat shame people. I mean, one, it was actually a fitness influencer fat shaming somebody that because they got uh, a box of pizza. And, you know, well, one thing when you're a fitness influencer, I mean, you are, you don't want to always live, live the gimmick. You know, you always have to have that guilty pleasure of having like, like maybe a slice of pizza or maybe ice cream, you know, I always ask my guests like what their guilty pleasure is, how they reward themselves. And my definitely the guests that I, um, that the guests I interview are, they're not ashamed to tell you that they eat like the sweets. And of course the pizza are like the chicken wings or they have beer. I mean, they're not ashamed to tell people that they're of their guilty pleasure. And for one, like going back to this video, you had uh, this influencer probably living the gimmick. And I guess the thing is, she is an influencer for the likes and the attention and for herself, not for everybody else that she influ- that uh, she influences. And then it gets to the point where she are, is talking to her assistant. And unbeknownst to her, when she goes to get her... Uh, stuff advertised or yeah uh she noticed well one of the advertisers well the people that were doing the advertising come across a video of her talking bad about somebody uh well fat shaming somebody and of course uh come to come to think of it the person that she fat shamed was the guy's what or the the person was trying to do her advertising it was her wife it was his wife. And then it was like, that was like, a, well, that's, let's just say that kind of put her in her place. It's like, if you're going to be an influencer, I mean, be careful what you say out in public. You know, there's like so many influencers out there that I know, like one in particular, one of the guests that I had, um, Crystal Lore Cruz. I mean, I could say she's probably one of the best influencers that I've seen. And because one thing, I mean, when she had her uh, celebration, but when she was um, retired from the uh, military, I mean, well, in this case, unfortunately, she's back in the military because she couldn't retire. But nevertheless, I mean, 
she I could pretty much tell her she's like an influencer. I mean, I could tell you this during her celebration, she didn't just have like health food like sitting sitting by the table. She had pizza. I mean, really, like she realized she understands that, hey, this is most people's guilty pleasure. I mean, we don't have to always think like healthy all the time. I mean, we have to reward ourselves once in a while. I mean, we work hard to have such a uh, a decent life. I mean, some of us kind of get overdo it, you know, you know, because of people fat shaming, you know, and then of course uh, we need to really kind of get uh, kind of narrow down that and just like really be careful what you say to people, you know, and it's like, especially if you have a, a husband or a wife or even kids that are struggling and you keep fat shaming them, you know, it's going to get to the point where it's going to get to a worse spot, you know, and just thinking about like um, a lot of us dealing with mental health. And I pretty much think I mentioned this before. Well, I didn't think I mentioned this before, but, you know, just thinking of um, a certain actor that deals with um, certain stress and certain um, mental health. And speaking of actors, um, we lost um, a, a good actor, a good, of course, a good martial artist by the name of Jason David Frank. Uh, of course, he passed away uh, last week. Uh, and it's really hard on a lot of people that, uh, you know, he was like definitely the pioneer of almost uh, of martial arts. And mostly because uh, people who watch Mighty Morphin Power Rangers, he was a good influence. And luckily, I got to meet him back in 2013. You know, that was like the biggest opportunity I had, you know, going to a Comic-Con. And nevertheless, other than volunteering for two celebrities, I mean, I got to get in line to actually meet Jason David Franks and actually take a pitch with him. And I told him how much of an influence he was on me. And it, that was that meant a lot for me, but nevertheless, I mean, we need to really take well take good care of our mental health. I mean, it's okay to not to be okay. You know, I deal with um, certain situations. You know, people deal with anxiety. You know, I have attention deficit hyperactivity disorder, and sometimes I get flashbacks, and it, and just I need to get it out. You know, certain people push me over the edge. You know, but I kind of kind of give a good composure because, you know, I want to be in control of my life. I want to be in control of my mental health and not be in that position where I just uh, want to end it all. But nevertheless, <clears throat> we have to be on top of mental health. I mean, really ask for help. And for those who see this as a problem, I mean, don't ignore it. Act on it. All right, so let's kind of get back into our um, topic of tonic or good gym culture versus tonic gym culture. I mean, for one with gym culture, I mean, what what do we see in good gym culture? I mean, like I said this before, like like it's a friendly environment. I mean, safe, easygoing, clean, and fun. I mean, you want to walk into that, um, you want to walk into the gym feeling that you're, that feel like you're comfortable. You want to always go in that gym knowing that um, it's always a place that you always want to go to when you're stressed. I mean, mostly that's what people do when they are stressed out. It's like they work a eight hour job or eight to 10 hour job. And, you know, it's like, 
I don't want to go home like just stressed out. I want to get that stressed out. I want to get that stress taken care of or go and go to gym and kind of take it out and like have a better and have a better sleep, have a better tomorrow. Right. So pretty much you would say the opposite of um, that would be, of course, you go to a, you. It's bad to be going to a gym that is not has a doesn't have a good environment, unsafe, disconcerting, dirty, and not so fun. I mean, mostly most of the small gyms are almost like that. You know, gyms that are not meant to have so many members. You know, I can see like most of these um small um gyms they're just made for like bodybuilding or like um, but yeah, you know. Even places that do are meant for like bodybuilding has to be clean too. I know there's plenty in my area that's uh that has that you know. But if you're in a small gym, I mean, you want to at least have some type of cleansing in there. You know, you can't just leave everything like cobwebs all over the place. You know, you want to be keep keep you want to keep things clean, and that kind of well, you know, that kind of um gets me to another thing like a good working environment. Well, you want to have a good working environment, you know, good staff, uh, good, well, good members, of course. I mean, you, definitely staff is the most important part of um, having a good gym. It's like, you want to make sure that the customers are taken care of, like things are clean. And I mean, everybody's getting along. You know, for me being a fitness instructor, you know, I always have to, I always attend to my customers' needs or the participants' needs. Like if they don't, if they're not sure about something, I always say, ask me like either before or after class. And then, you know, I tell them, you know, I always give them options of how to do an exercise, you know, because, you know, every participant in a, a fitness program or a fitness class are different. You know, you don't expect them to be like the, an instructor or be like everybody else. You know, they're building toward their own fitness goals. And, you know, but it does work. It's like, really, and I say, and I point them out saying that that's good. All right, keep that up. I mean, really, people have to be aware of, like, listen to their body. And, you know, if they're thinking of, just thinking about my situation with my knee, I mean, it's only been roughly three months of healing. But, you know, in this case, I still have to be careful, be mindful. As, no, as much as I like to really go intense, I can't because, you know, you know, my knee has to heal. <clears throat> and that's why I usually tell these, tell these uh, participants, like, really be mindful of, like, of your, be mindful of your body. I mean, listen to your body. I mean, you know, like, I always tell them like this, like, if you have any, like, limitations or injuries, you or injuries you're recovering from, please consider the low impact, low intensity options. You know, I always say that, you know, and it's only a matter of time if uh, those participants listen to what I say. You know, that's the whole point of having a good gym culture. You care about your participants. And another thing is like really a secured locker room. I mean, how many, like, you know, one thing you want to have good lockers in the locker room. Well, for me, most people don't even bring locks to the um, to the gym with them. You know, I do. You know, I don't want my stuff stolen. And, you know, you know, there's some people that are just, 
like uh, jerks out there. They go wrong and just like they would lie about it and tell the gym member or gym members or gym um, staff that that's their locker and it's not. And they have the lock cut off. And, you know, the people that are <clears throat> the people that really that, that, that need that stuff. I mean, really, that person, other people's person's locker get their stuff stolen because somebody had to be a liar. Because, you know, there's too many people that are just not being authentic with themselves or being authentic with people. And, you know, it's just it's just terrible. All right. And one thing, open area space. I mean, when if it was uh, the gym that I go to used to be uh, World Gym. I mean, now it's Crunch Fitness. I mean, there was like a women's only room. I mean, that was like an open space for women. And, you know, there was also a spin room next to it. And, and um, I could say there was like an open, an open place for women. Now, I don't think there was like an open spot for other, like in, in a gym area, like in the fitness, like the uh, machines. But, you know, I mean, like now, like when we have crunch, we have a, like an open, like boot camp area. I mean that whole women's only gym became like the the um, the boot camp. So there's a lot of open space for people to do like other exercises. So that was like for me. For me, I like I enjoy doing the agility ladder, and that's like really that's something I like to do after I do like a warm up on the treadmill or on elliptical. So yeah, so you want to watch out for like open, like open areas. So, you know, most gyms don't have open areas. So, well, in this case, they have like the um, the fitness. Um, <clears throat> yeah, I know they have like the fitness room open for. Well, mostly that's for the group fitness only. But you know, people like some people leave like weights in there, and it's just, like it's a mess, and it's like so disconcerting for the staff to clean up for the fitness class that needs to use it. And I know that's been always been the issue. It's like, I'd say this, I mean, if you're doing exercises in a fitness room, if it's open to you, make sure you clean up and put the weights back where they belong. Or if you bring a weight from the, the open gym area or open weight, <clears throat> at least bring that weight back to where it belongs. You know, most people have a problem like clean up after themselves. It's like, really, they just leave the weights laying around there and just says, it's the staff's problem. You know, you make it harder on the staff when you don't clean up after yourself. I mean, and you make it harder for people to really use the machines because people are just, just being obnoxious. I mean, really, I mean, one thing is not your house. I mean, you, you it's somebody else's place. I mean, if you go to somebody else's house and you make a mess, you know, that's inc inconsiderate. I mean, you should be considerate of people's property and, you know, just put the weights back where they belong. Put the plates back where they belong. I mean, wipe down the wipe down the, the benches after they're done. You know, if the next person that uses it had to worry about your germs being on it, it's just not fair to them. You know, you could be getting them sick. I mean, so really, just be considerate. 
All right. And that kind of brings me to like the um, fitness programs. I mean, yeah, you want to have nice, good fitness programs that would make people come back every week. You know, it's been tough since the pandemic. You know, for me, I used to have like a class full of like, so say, eight to 10 people. You know, that was just like the fun thing. You know, you look for, for me, I look for an army when it comes to the fitness classes. But, you know, nevertheless, if I get one or two people, I'm not going to turn them down and say, I'm not going to do class. I'm going to do class regardless. You know, you just want to work up to the customer's needs. You know, that's not me. You know, I'm there to get, I'm here to do a job. I mean, I'm not there to not do my job. I'm there to do a job. If it's one or two people, I'm still doing class. But nevertheless, I mean, if you know, if you don't have a workout structure for yourself, I mean, fitness classes are the best option for you. I mean, you, you, if you're a new person in, um, going into a gym, I mean, I say this is the best option for you. You go to a fitness class and therefore you go enough so you have a structure to work out on your own, work out at home. But, you know, you still go to these fitness classes. You know, for me, I go to these fitness classes to get an idea of what I can do for my own fitness classes. And mostly I get my ideas from doing teaching karate. It's like they have, I try to come up with an idea. But nevertheless, <clears throat> always consider good fitness programs. I mean, I know for Crunch, even before Crunch took over, I mean, World Gym, I mean, I was teaching only one class that was uh, body combat, and I really enjoyed teaching that class. And then from there, when Crunch took over, you know, I mean, we're, we're, we're teaching Crunch brand classes. I mean, it's kind of disconcerting for me because, you know, I really like to teach Les Mills classes, but, you know, in all honesty, I mean... Now that I have like a, a an AFA certified uh, certif certification, you know, I'm, I'm able to not only teach these crunch classes, I'm able to teach my own classes. You know, I'm, because of that, you know, I went from teaching like one class and you know, I'm other places teaching other classes. I mean, it's just like, yeah, I mean, that was like a fun ride back before the pandemic struck. And it's just want something just to yeah, I want something to keep me busy. So that definitely kept me busy back in two thousand by uh, twenty well, two thousand nineteen. Right. And let's say well, one thing about having a good gym culture is you want to have a reasonable payment reasonable price, reasonable payment options. You know, you go to most gyms, you know. You know, you, you get the basic price and you're limited to other things. And you and um, if you want to go to like take a fitness class, I mean, let's say that the basic price is just to use the gym in general. But, you know, you have to pay extra for. You have to pay every time to do a fitness class and, you know, but, you know, they have all these prices that are. Are are focused or not the same. Let's say it has different options for people that like either can't afford like uh, expensive um, membership or people like, you know, people like they get a lot of money and they can afford it. So you got to make sure the prices are reasonable and that there's no 
and you're not doing no hitting fees and tricking people. I mean, and I want to kind of analyze that. And I want to say so. What I see from a member's uh, perspective, you know, like I see, like, like, like I said before, like since the pandemic dropped, it's like fitness classes are like, like low. Like the participants for fitness classes are low because uh, of like people either still skeptic of going to the gym because of the uh, COVID-19. And, you know, I, I can tell you, like, there's always a lot of people coming in because, you know, they miss the gym. You know, there's always those typical bodybuilders and, you know, they're getting fit. And, you know, there's like people always taking over, you know, from the staff. I mean, like, there's plenty of people that either don't teach or, you know, ever since I've been back to the gym, you know, there's like always new people arriving, like either new managers, new new staff. But, you know, they, you know, you always got to get to know them, you know, just to, to get them. You know, just as a, you know, it's, that's just something that you want to do. All right. So lastly, what problems that I actually see happen, you know, before I became a fitness instructor, you know, one thing, I don't think I've seen any too much problems, but, you know, I've. I think I heard seeing like the cops coming here like periodically or, you know, people being like jerks. Like, like I said, you know, you can't be that person that uh, is entitled to say and do whatever they want. And, you know, like I said, one of my guests was um, a victim of that. You know, somebody was, wasn't even using the machine and all of a sudden he appears out of nowhere and tells them that he's using it. And, and it was rude of him to kind of um, bad mouth people. And luckily, the guests that I um, interviewed didn't um, knock him out. You know, that'd be something to see. I mean, just, you know, you shoot your mouth off of somebody. And then the next, you know, you get that person overwhelmed. So all wound up. And then next, you know, you kind of back off and saying that you shouldn't have said what you said. Yeah. And for, I know, just as an instructor, you know, one thing that I see, you know, you can't be that one instructor that uh, thinks they're better than everybody else. You know, I don't think I'm better. You know, I'm always willing to learn. I mean, I'm not, I'm not the most important person. I'm not the, I'm important as well as everybody else, no matter where I'm at. You know, I could be teaching one class. I could be teaching like four to five classes a week. You know, I, I don't do that because I work a regular job. You know, I, I only could get like one or two days and and, you know, I try to help out as much with instructors, but, you know, for me, I'm kept busy. You know, I can't do that. And, you know, just to think about, just think about just help, just think about just a life lesson. If you see, like, tight gym culture happening at a gym, I mean, don't just ignore it, act on it. And, you know, don't be that person that says that I'm, I'm leaving here because there's too many people being rude and inconsiderate. I mean, act on it tell people or at least tell the staff of what's going on and see if they can handle it because there's no room for gym tonic gym culture that needs to be there um and just think about it there's also another guy uh joey swole you know he always kept cracks down on this um tonic gym people i mean they post videos on um tiktok and then they think it's okay to either fat shame somebody or shame somebody in general and 
he kind of cracks down and saying that this is not okay. I mean, you're not entitled to what you said. I mean, understand, you know, the thing that people are doing the gym, they film themselves and then they get upset when somebody is like either getting into their video. You know, I try not to do that. You know, people are not entitled to do whatever they want in the gym. And so we need to really crack down on Todd gym culture and really keep these gyms going open. You know, gyms out, out there has a lot of chains that they really consider a, a good investment. You know, for one crunch, I mean, that's a good investment, you know, start off in New York City and now it's like all over the place. And, you know, really, I still miss World Gym because, you know, teaching body combat was like my best class. And I was teaching in like multiple locations in my area. And, you know, it's just a shame that it's, it's gone. But nevertheless, we got to move forward. All right. So. Excuse me. Yeah, get tired. But nevertheless. I never get tired of doing this podcast. You know, I'm always out there looking for guests. Okay, so for those who are just uh, tuning in, make sure you tune in to my previous episodes on the BICBPRadio.com, Apple Podcasts, and Spotify. And, you know, I'm still out there looking for guests. You know, it's still the close. It's still, we're still in 2022. So if you are a fitness instructor or somebody on the fitness journey, that has a story to share. I mean, make sure, uh, feel free to uh, slip me a message on um, my Facebook page, the Fit Fighter, and as well as um, Instagram. My Instagram account's uh, Arcade. And uh, yeah, and then, and then definitely I'll see if I can get you in and have a dual pre-recorded uh, episode with you. But nevertheless, uh, I'll see you next time for another episode here at the Fit Fire Podcast. This is your instructor, TJ Williams, closing the gym. 